Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session 150 of the MLMSuccess.com podcast, 150 sessions. My goodness, we do them once a week. Uh, I hope you're going to get a lot from this particular session. The, the title of this session is the most important questions a network marketing team builder can ask themselves. Notice I didn't say an, a network marketing distributor, a network marketing customer. I'm talking about team builders, building teams. I believe that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. I believe that leadership can only be developed sequentially and systematically, that personalities are not duplicatable, only systems are, that it's not about you ultimately, it's about what can be done on your team. Uh, if you consume my content at all, uh, then you've heard, heard me say over the decades that the quality of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. There's a Bible verse that says, to thy own self be true. And, uh, you know, I, I think about a conversation I had uh, a couple years ago with someone who had been involved in the network marketing industry. And they, they called me and said, Dale, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm doing another business. I'm not going to do network marketing. And she said, you know, to their own self be true. And she said, and she was just calling and said, look, you've really helped me understand entrepreneurship, uh, where my strengths are, where my passions are, what I really want to do. And I'm focused there. And I appreciate the time. And it was, it was a great conversation. And for me, that's where I've always believed. I, I am not uh, obligated in any way, shape, or form to the network marketing business model. I love it. I love it. It cha absolutely changed my life. I think it's the, the best business model in the world uh, to help average people with above average desire create unbelievable, an unbelievable lifestyle, uh, financial independence, and legacy wealth if they're smart, if, if they're intelligent about their approach. Uh, but I understand it's not for everybody. But the rub for me is that it is not for everybody. But I tell people, you give me one year of your life and it's going to make a positive impact. If you get plugged in for one year, it's going to make an impact, positive impact on the rest of your life. And I've, I've worked with many people over the years that have left the industry and then went on to have major success in other areas of life. The rub is 
every network marketing, every successful leader I've ever met went through a period where they thought, you know, this is probably not for me. Maybe I should do something else. So if it is you, if it is for you, uh, if you love it as much as you get frustrated by it, all frustration can be ended with the right mindsets. Uh, you have to accept it is what it is. Uh, many of you that are listening to me, you have to accept that what it is today is not what it was 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago. You know, the, the, the approach, the, the, but, but it, it always has been and it always will be that the real product is people. And if you build people, people will build the business. That will never change. That's a universal wisdom of the ages principle philosophy as it relates to network marketing but marketing methods are continually evolving and changing but you can have the best tactical marketing methods in the world and if you don't understand that your real product is people and that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team then you will achieve about one-tenth of your true upside potential with this profession so a true wisdom of the ages principle is the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. Now, I've heard it said that intelligence is able to answer the right answer the questions. Intelligence is able to answer the questions. I mean, I am shocked at at uh, over the years. I mean, I it's just it blows my mind of the people that ask questions and are giving absolutely terrible, illogical answers by those that have network marketing leadership titles. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. So again, intelligence is able to answer the questions genius ask the right questions intelligence is able to answer the questions genius ask the right questions and being able to ask the right questions and look behind the curtain is something that we've talked about multiple times and asking the right questions and uh, for your life for your business for your ultimate goals, why you're here, where you're going, what do you want? You know, all of that is so critically important that you ask yourself the right questions and then answer them truthfully. I want to share with you in this session the most important question a network marketing team builder will ever ask herself. At the end of the session, uh, I'm going to share with you the three most important questions I believe that we will ask ourselves at the end of our life. And I hope this is going to be very valuable, thought-provoking, a thought-provoking session for you. And honestly, honestly, if, if the quality of your, our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully, if that's not got your wheels spinning a little bit right now, then you'll probably find little value in the rest of this session. 
I understand that some podcast listeners listen for entertainment value and avoid thought at all costs. <laughs> I do. I get it. They want to avoid thought at all costs. They listen for entertainment value. Again, that's why network marketing is made up of a bunch of social club members. Okay, I don't live there, don't believe that. However, you know, if that does describe you, if you listen uh, for for entertainment value, maybe you found this podcast by accident. I, I respect that. You're welcome. But I think most of our weekly listeners to this podcast are also thinkers who are very serious about their business. So the first question, the most important question always has been, always will be, why? Why? Until you know why, the how doesn't matter. I've said that. A million times until you know why the how doesn't matter why are you involved with the network marketing opportunity you're involved with why why are you building a team what do you really want from your business and you know what I want and what other people want is probably different at different times in our life I mean, at this point, there's not been a day gone by when I haven't asked myself, Dale, why are you taking the time? Why did you start this podcast? And it really probably relates back more to the three questions that we all ask at the end of our life. All of us will be asking, and you need to really come to grips with that as soon as you possibly can. But if I ask you, you're listening to this podcast, why are you listening What do you really want from your business right now at this point in your life? What do you really want? What do you really want? Why are you you listening? What do you want to accomplish? And whatever that is, it's okay. And hear me, as long as it's not a cop-out. As long as it's not a cop-out. There's been so many people that have entered this industry... And they want to have the freedom that the network marketing business model provides. Or they they enter this industry with a determination to become debt free or to take their family to Disney World or to create uh, to retire their spouse or to help their grandchildren with their college fund, and so on and so forth. Many, 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 many different valuable reasons. And what has happened is over time, they let those reasons diminish. And network marketing is no longer a vehicle to make a dream come true it's a social club. It's a cop-out. I can tell you, and I've said this again many times, that the only reason that I'm even here, that anybody has even cares what I have to say, uh, uh, the only reason that we were able to 
you know, go from nothing to over 60,000 distributors from a little town in Kentucky. The only reason any of that ever happened, it didn't happen. It happened by design. It was all by design. It, it, it you know, it, it was by design. And the only reason I ever got to that point was because when I started, I had to be able to get to $5,000 a month so I could get out of that corporate prison that I felt like I was going to and spending most of my life in. Uh, I wanted to know how it would feel to qualify for the company's bonus car program and drive a brand new car that I didn't pay for because I was too smart to ever buy one new and drive it off the lot because of the immediate depreciation. And I wanted to take my family to Hawaii. And if it wasn't for those three things that I was focused on daily, daily, I would have never moved forward or progressed in this profession. There's no question about it. You're either focused on the why or the work. And the why has to be compelling enough where you will take the time to develop the skill sets, the mindsets, sets, the work ethic to move you forward. You either will or you won't. And most people are frustrated with themselves because they're, they're programming. They've not programmed their mind for success. And why, why I'm saying that, just let me remind you guys that it's November now. My gosh, i got to schedule a time. We will be releasing Programming Your Mind for Success sometime in December. i got to look at the calendar. But if you've not pre-registered for notification, do that. Write that down. Don't forget it because I only do this once a year. It's www.programmingyourmind.com. Programmingyourmind.com. Get pre-registered for that event. But let me get back. If those reasons were never achieved, if I was never able to leave my corporate jail, drive the new car, qualify for the bonus car, and take my family to Hawaii... They would be the same today. Did you hear what I just said? They would be the same today. In other words, I'm not going to let my lack of progress diminish my reasons. Most people let their lack of progress or, or, or progress that they don't think is fast enough diminish their reasons. My first three years, I wanted to quit every day, every day, because of lack of progress. But you never ask yourself, what are you earning? What did Jim Rohn tell us? You never ask what you're earning. You always ask, what am I becoming? And that's why you have to focus on internal growth, on, on growing, on becoming better, on, on developing the right skill sets and mindsets by capturing negative thoughts and 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 developing the mindset the programming that ultimately creates success does that make sense does that make sense and you can look all around this industry and it's full of great people great people who let their lack of progress diminish their dreams If I had not achieved my dreams and I was still involved in this profession, 
I would be working today to get to $5,000 a month to get out of my corporate jail. Okay, again, your reasons change and evolve as your life and your business changes and evolves. Uh, my financial goals today are far different than they were then. Okay, so we're all different. People think everybody wants what they want. I can promise you, I don't want what most people want in network marketing. I don't. Uh, there's, I mean, I have multiple different interests and in family and in and outside of business. And so we're all different. But there's a reason you came into this profession. And, and I just want to encourage you that well, whatever reason you came for, hang on to it. You know, we learned it in Think and Grow Rich. We learned it. We learned the process. We understand it. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Most people get involved in network marketing for the freedom uh, of the finances. And they stay because of the friendships in the social environment. Most people get involved in network marketing for the freedom that the financial independence will provide and they stay for the social environment. The three number one benefits of network marketing, in my opinion, is really un unbelievable. Uh, I was on a cruise a couple weeks ago with the top 50 money earners of a network marketing company, one of them who, which uh, I had uh, worked with 20 years ago and at one point, he, he was telling me uh, it was in a meeting that I was not in, but he said, you know, the three, he said, I told him the three reasons of network marketing. He said the value of network marketing is number one is the personal development. Number two is the friendships you develop. And number three is the lifestyle the income can provide. And he said, as soon as I said that, he said, well, dang, he said, Calvert's probably already said that or shared that with you guys or something like along those lines. But see, I sincerely believe for everybody that makes it, that really makes it in network marketing, who achieves those top three reasons the day they come in, that's making it. Because after you make them, then you have to set more reasons and more reasons. And it's a never-ending process. Success is living your life, working towards worthy goals. After you reach those goals, you're no longer a success unless you set new goals. Truth, wisdom. You can argue it or think, well, what about this and what about that? It is what it is. You know, a couple podcasts back with uh, Rodney Rodney Williams and the easy button, you know, Rodney was talking about two plus two is just, you know, it's just four. <laughs> There's just things that are with the way they are and you can fight it and wish it wasn't and say, that, well, that's not this or it's not that or it, it was, you know, that was that's old school. That's new school. That's ahead of the trend. That's behind. We'd say whatever you want. Wisdom is wisdom. People are people. There's just wisdom of the ages principles, and you can you can you can fight against it all you want. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. So, my reasons today again are they're much much different when I started. Okay, but not because they weren't accomplished. 
Did you feel that? They're different than when I started, but not because they weren't accomplished. So my reasons today, again, they have much more to do with the three questions we will all ask ourselves at the end of our life than they do with my current financial goals. My reasons should be different from your reasons. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, I don't know why you listen. However, I can assume that you have goals, that you have some financial goals that you want to reach. You have some team building goals that you want to reach because I consciously, intentionally do my very best to repel the foo-foo dust seekers. That's not my audience. I don't want that to be my audience. I don't want a bunch of followers. <laughs> I sincerely don't. I mean, I appreciate those that are thinkers, that are doers, that are action takers, that take responsibility, that want to be told the truth, that 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 that's that's my audience. I, I'm not trying to tell you a bunch of fluff that you, I know that everybody wants to hear uh, and give you the you know the magic wand and so that I can sell you my my course where you if you want to be perceived to be an expert then you must have a blog or any of the other crap that's all over this profession. Okay, I, I'm not that guy. So the first question you must ask and answer truthfully is why? What do you want? What do you want? What are your top three reasons? And and that's why we ask people uh, in the training club and, and, and while we've taught it for 30 years to, to, to make a list of 20 things you'd like to accomplish by being involved in the network marketing in your company. 20 things. Small things, big things, date night with your spouse. I don't. It doesn't matter. But what can this business mean to you? Because Jim Rohn said years ago that the reason most people don't accomplish more is they don't want enough. They don't want enough. You know, I can remember the exact day, time that I decided to become a millionaire within the network marketing business model. I remember specifically, but and and it was a statement that I'd heard. Jim Rohn say at least a hundred times that everyone should strive to become a millionaire, not for the money, but for the person you will have to become in the process. Man, I love that. How true is that? How true is that? Set a go. Hang on to the go. Don't don't let go of the go because of the person you'll have to become in the process. See, every goal I've had, I had to become the person that could achieve that goal, uh, as you will, because the people that run into major, major, major problems in this profession and all kinds of challenges and psychological uh, issues are the ones that can get it off the ground with the skill sets and mindsets they enter the profession with, and they never grow beyond that. So I would ask you, why are you involved in this profession? And get real with it and hang on to it. Get, hang on to it. Where do you want to be in five years? Because here's what I will tell you, and this is so important that you understand. You can reach it. Whatever you're thinking, this is what I want to happen. This is what I want to happen, Dale. I didn't start out in this profession wanting to become a millionaire. I started out wanting freedom from my job. $5,000 a month, a new car, Hawaii. That was my focus. Okay, that was it. 
But here's what I know. Whatever your reasons are right now, right now, today, the day you're listening to this podcast, why you, what you really want from this profession, really want and really believe that you can, that you can achieve, that you can because Napoleon Hill told us in Think and Grow Rich what the mind can conceive, what you can think about, conceive and believe you can achieve. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your imagination is a preview of your life's coming attractions. You want me to go on and on and on and on? That's wisdom of the ages, guys. It's the way we are as human beings. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And here's here's the reality, and this is the rub for most people. And people say, well, Dale, I would love to be able to do this. I didn't say what you would love to be able to do. There's a lot of things we would all love to be able to do. As I've said many times on these podcasts, I'd love to be able to dunk a basketball, but it wasn't going to happen. What the mind can conceive and believe, believe is the key word, because belief creates action. Belief creates action. People ask me all the time, how come I sponsor all these people and they don't do anything? Because They don't believe they can, and they don't know what they want. Did you hear what I just said? Do you have any idea how many times people have asked me, Dale, why why doesn't my team do anything? Is that really that hard to figure out? If I put a gun to your head and say, I need the correct answer to this question, why doesn't my team do anything? And I need the correct answer. Right now, number one, they don't know why they joined. Number two, they don't know why. They don't know what they want. And if belief leads to action, then they don't do anything because they don't know why. Belief leads to action. They don't know why they're doing it. They don't believe they can do it. So therefore, they don't do anything. Activity, before you're going to have activity, you have to have belief. Activity on your teams will create courage in individuals. Inactivity, fear. It's a law. Take it to the bank. Some of you have seen that in yourself. Some of you see that in yourself now, but all of us have experienced it. At some point in our career, if you get in a rhythm and you stay in a rhythm, then and and you're putting the right concepts and ideas in your mind and you get in the rhythm and you stay in the rhythm. Most people, it takes us several, several times to get in the rhythm and stay in the rhythm. But once you're in a rhythm and you stay in the rhythm then eventually you just get to a point where you're just daggone, you're just programmed for success. Get out of my way. I know how to work. I know how to learn. I know how to find right mentorship and get out of my way because I'm programmed for success and nothing and nobody can stop me. That's where everybody, every person can get to that point if they can eliminate all the confusion and all the people with day jobs trying to teach you how to build your network marketing business. I didn't mean to go down that road. 
Belief creates action. That's why we did a podcast on this in the last couple months. That's why the start stops most people. If you're trying to build a network marketing team and the first thing you're not doing is asking them to complete a 20 reasons, top 20, 20 reasons, top three sheet that we talk about in the training club, you're just, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're just shooting yourself in the foot. So, the next question. For you to get from where you are to where you want to be in five years, what mindsets and skill sets do you need to develop or refine to get there? And again, gun to your head, you know the answer. You know the answer. I don't know your answer, but you know your answer. Next question. Are you programmed for success? Are you programmed for success? I didn't say are you programmed to feel loved by the people in your life that love you. I didn't say are you programmed for this. Are you programmed to be a good gardener? Are you you programmed for success? And there's only seven key areas of life. Mental, physical, spiritual, financial. I'm not going to go through that training again. But are you programmed for success? If you're an MM Training Club member, let me ask you a question. What are the five systems you need in place to build a network marketing empire? If you're an MLM Training Club member, I'm asking you. You can talk to yourself. Obviously, I can't hear you. But I would ask you, what are the five systems? And if you're not, I apologize. I've talked about all of it at different different sessions on this podcast. But training club members, you should have it like that. You should have it like that. And if you're not, why don't you? What? And and again, say, well, Dale, I you know I don't like look look. You're listening to this podcast. Uh, I don't expect you to. I, I don't. I do not expect you for you to get this because I'm saying it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe anything that comes out of anybody's mouth. But I can look at their track record. I can look behind the curtain. I can look at the people that they've taught who've went on to do what I'm trying to do. And I don't care what business model we're talking about. This whole, how many sessions, this is session 150. How many Brad Bradford's, Phil Shove's? Joey Morris's, Paul Marshall Lane's, how many of those stories do you need to hear before you say, you know what, maybe it's okay if I learn how to run this franchise. Maybe it's okay. Maybe, you know, maybe I should just, you know, focus on mastering these five systems. (laughs) Might be smart. Might be smart. And I know many, 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 many of you, that's your focus every day. So I respect that and I appreciate that. And your results speak for themselves. And I appreciate that. But 
you know, again, what are the five systems you need to build an empire? You, if you want to build a network marketing team that's duplicating and building an empire, that's probably a good question to answer. And I, so I'll, let me ask you, do you have a refined launch process for your team? When somebody joins your team, do you have, here's our launch process. Boom, here's what we do. 50 letters, this is a text message you send, this is your, your social media post, here's your website, here's your play one, play two, bug, and so on and so forth. Do you have the, a launch process? Do you have a customer acquisition system with, with, with a follow-up, referral follow-up? Do you have a play one, play two recruiting process? Do you have a retention system in place for your team? Uh, do you have a, a minimum of five lead generating methods that can bring you and your team a consistent flow of leads that allow those that work hard and spend the time the opportunity to add five new team members, customers a month? Do you? You know, I, as I'm going through, I mean, this is not rocket science. It's not. It's really not that difficult, but you got to stay focused on that, which will move your business forward. You got to look. Most of the people that join network marketing, most of the people that are involved in entrepreneur, entrepreneur endeavors, that they're they're programmed for mediocrity. They're not programmed for success. So you've got to get your mind right. You know, you've got to become programmed for success. Again, I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast. I've been talking on. I did a webinar earlier. I did a team meeting for another for an organization. I've been talking all day. If I haven't said this, programmingyourmind.com. Get registered there. Get registered there. But you've got to be programmed right. People have got to pay attention to their mindsets. Most people don't. Most people just join. They're trying to make money with the lousy skill sets and mindsets they enter the profession with. They think they're entitled to make a profit simply because they joined something. And that's not the way this works. This is not about, I came to your Tupperware party. I came, I went to your candle meeting. So you got to come to my, you got to join my, you got to do this. I did this for you. So you do it for, you do that for me. That's not building a team. That's wallowing in mediocrity. It's not building a team. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. We're not talking about I'll come to yours, you come to mine, blah, 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 blah. We're not talking about that. We're talking about average people with above average desire, right focus, determination, mentorship, mindset development, skill set development, creating financial independence and ultimately legacy wealth if they choose. That's what this business is about. So I would ask you, are you programmed for success? Uh, do you understand the five core systems? I mean, I've, I've given that website out, that free training on this podcast more than any other. I've mentioned it more than anything else. MLMHelp.com forward slash core, C-O-R-E. I've talked about it multiple times. And people get off these podcasts and then, oh, I need to do that. And, and it's like they never get to it. And look, I, I understand that there's people trying to 
to direct you multiple different ways all the time, everywhere you turn, you're bombarded with it. I, I understand that. But I also, again, understand at some point as you're gathering information, you have to get keyed in and focused on the mentor that's going to move you forward. I had to do it when I was learning copywriting, when I learned when I learned Kindle, uh, publishing, everything that I've learned. It's you go through a gathering stage, and then at some point, you figure out, okay, here's three or four, you know, these two ladies and this guy and this couple are the best that I've heard. They're most congruent. Okay, which who's helped the most people move forward on their personal team? You know, and and it's never the one that's the most popular, <laughs> that's the most well known. It never is. I don't know why. I, because I think some people are more focused and they do a darn good job at becoming well-known and popular. And I, I respect that, especially in certain businesses. I don't think it's a good idea in network marketing to try to to follow someone whose uh, goal in network marketing was to become uh, popular. Again, track record. Track record. I'm getting so far off. I'm sorry. <laughs> so here's your choice guys here's your choice and and this has gone in a completely different direction than i anticipated but here is your choice uh you can listen and listen and learn and pull bits and pieces of ideas and principles and concepts and oh you know now i need to develop a presence on tiktok or whatever that's uh, a new social media platform, the buzz right now. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm, I'm sincerely not. Maybe you should. I, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm saying that uh, the, the search for the foo-foo dust can become endless. And I can, you know, you can go around and pull bits and pieces and ideas from everywhere. Or you can just buy the McDonald's franchise learn how to run it, and row. Just When you build your business with the skill sets and mindsets you enter the industry with, I understand that the pain of change when reality smacks you right in the face and you're confronted with the truth, the pain to not just bob and weave and do what you've always done the way you've always done it. I've dealt with it over and over and over and over and over. Multiple different people, companies, programs. I get it. Probably the biggest pain is associated, and, and I don't understand it. I just observe it. But the biggest pain is associated with ego somehow. Where, you know, I'm a triple diamond ambassador with a cherry on top of it and everybody respects me because of my title so therefore to try to change what I've been trying to teach uh, is a it, it hurts my ego therefore I'm just going to continue to just ride this out and do what I've always done the way that I've always done it doesn't make sense to me in any way shape or form seeking help Coaching and direction is a sign of strength 
not weakness. Seeking help, coaching, direction is a sign of strength, not weakness. I mean, I think about the different business models that the, that we have implemented, and we built businesses and sold them and done a lot, I think, about over the last 10 years. And it's like to say, well, Dale, you, you know, you made – you built a team of 60,000 network marketing distributors. You made millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, to go ask and get to, to spend $5,000 on this course on how to develop a Kindle publishing business, you shouldn't have to do that. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Or, okay, I spent $5,000 on how to develop this Kindle publishing business, and now I find somebody over here that I missed in my initial gathering of information that makes much more sense, more logic, more reason, more wisdom than this person here that I've been learning from. So I can't trans I can't move over here now because I'm part of this tribe and this community. And I want to tell you what and network marketing, that mentality has stifled the growth of so many people. It's not. It, it, it's it's sad. It's it's sad. And and again, you can see what culture people came out of. Uh, I can pick out a Bill Gould culture, and some of you don't know who it is. Doesn't matter. But I can pick that as a long time ago. But I can pick those people out. Immediately. So it all comes down to, for those of you that are really booming right now and not plugged into to understanding the leadership de development paradigm shift, that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team, it comes down to probably this question. Is the pain of change worth the growth that can be created. Is the pain of change worth the growth that can be created? In the history of network marketing, if there's anything that we've, we've learned and has been proven over and over, that there's a real gap between where the profession is and where the profession thought it was going. There's a real gap between where it is today and where many of us 20, 25, 30 years ago thought it was going, thought it was going. And you, the same can be said about companies. There's many companies that are, are not near where they thought they would be. Uh, there's many companies that have a lot more success than they ever thought that they would. But, but, but at some point, they know it starts diminishing. And the real answer always has been, always will be, homegrown leaders. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about the industry, our organizations. It doesn't matter. It's just kind of two plus two is four. Daggone it. Two plus two is four. It is what it is. And everything comes back to the leadership development paradigm shift. The leadership development paradigm shift. 
Brian Tracy told us years ago, real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. We're in the leadership development business. And again, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I keep pounding the same drum. And, and that was really not the focus of this web, this uh, webinar, this podcast. You know, I have a sincere love-hate relationship with the network marketing business model. I, I just so appreciate it and love it and love the people and uh, at a level that it's, it's hurt, it hurts at a different level because I just see so many awesome people that have just gotten so far off what it really takes to really build a business that you're proud of with team members and customers that you're proud of. I believe that network marketing is the greatest personal development program in the world. And I know as human beings, most people live their life and they get to a point. Uh, the nursing homes around the world are full of, full of people with wistful regret. I know that. You know, Helen Keller told us, hell starts when the person we are meets the person we could have become. And... I, I see so many network marketers that know there's a gap between where they thought the profession would be and where they thought they would be and where they really are. And I see so many people that start out with, with worthy goals who give up on those goals and just uh, become part of the social club. And I just want to reiterate in this session before we wrap up with the three important questions. Uh, wistful regret is real. And it's something that I, I ask myself every day. I just try to really stay focused in on spending my time, energy, and effort in the right areas where I'm supposed to be. And I just try to stay there. Uh, but most people at the end of their life, they think, man, if I'd only done this or how they look at the road not taken. You know, if I'd done this back there when I was at a fork in the road in my life, if I would went this way and zigged instead of zagged and so on and so forth. And that kind of too much of that thought will absolutely paralyze you. It'll paralyze you. Uh, and I know, guys, because I coasted. For years, 15 years, 15 years, coasted, went through the motions, just coasted. So at the end of our lives, I believe there's really only three questions we ask ourselves. And I heard this recently. Uh, any of you have ever heard any of my content in the past, I've always asked, I've always said from as far as I can remember is, as did we have a positive effect on other people? That that would have been my response. And I'm trying to remember where I heard this, but it was in my journal. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm internalizing what I'm getting ready to share with you myself right now. At the end of our lives, there's only three questions we ask ourselves. Number one. Is this world a better place because I was here? That's pretty strong. You know, I've talked a lot about there's givers and there's takers. 
and you know there's people that talk the talk but they don't walk the walk I mean there's a lot of people that talk about it but their actions are the opposite of what they say so is this world a better place because I was here number two this is pretty strong number two who loved me and who did I love that's strong so many people are spending so much giving so much attention time and energy to someone I've said this before and it's so true people don't believe it but there's less than 10 people that I can think of that I would walk across the street to shake their hand I've always been fascinated by all of this the people so somebody's on TV therefore I got to go downtown and meet them. I got to fight through try. I'm going to go try to get my picture with whoever. What show was he on? I was on some TV show. It's just the I don't understand it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I would rather be spending time with my grandkids or my parents. My parents. I'd rather be spending time. Name any celebrity. There's, there's. I don't know if there's a celebrity. Again, less than ten people that I can name that I would rather be spending time with them than my parents, honestly, honestly, or my wife. And and Donna and I are together all day, every day, 24-7. Okay, but again, and maybe I'm weird that way, but I, I, I hope that that question, that you'll think about it, because it struck me, it hit me, and maybe it'll make sense for for other people. I don't know, but who loved me? And who did I love? That's pretty strong. And the third one was my life congruent with my beliefs. Was my life congruent with my beliefs? And in parentheses, I've got the ultimate definition of integrity is living a life that was congruent with your beliefs. And as I say that, I will say this. I know people, good people, really good people, that at points in their life, like all of us, have had major errors in judgment. I mean, I know people, and I'm trying to think. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. I can't believe it. I can't think of it. I should know it. He's a pastor. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's cousin some of you know who I'm talking about that lived a very congruent life for years and years and years had a major error in judgment for lack of a better way to explain it and um, got back on track and has lived has done extremely well I've seen people in business uh, over the years that were treating people right and providing value and service and made a er- major error in judgment and got involved with something that was shady, scammy, that they knew they shouldn't have. And they went down that road and they made a major error in judgment, but they learned their lesson. They got back on track and have done extremely well. And I just say that to say this. Everybody in life, you're going to make major errors in judgment. 
and some will be bigger than others but you can't beat yourself up the rest of your life and you see this a lot of time people that went through divorce you know they spend the rest of their life wrapped up in the drama of that and we have to live learn move forward live learn learn and move forward in every area of life and people are going to make mistakes we all are but you just you 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 ultimately you don't want to let that throw you so off target that you that you live the rest of your life outside of your foundational belief structure you know was my life congruent with my beliefs and do the best you can and don't beat yourself up and this too shall pass so uh, those three questions I thought were very powerful. Oh, it was an audio book that I, that I listened to. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it now or the author. But that's where these notes that those notes came from. But I hope you've enjoyed this session. I hope it stimulated some thought. Stimulated some thought. Uh, because, again, the quality of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. Uh, there's a lot of network marketers that enter this profession with high hopes and dreams and desires, and then they copped out. They just they lowered their expectations and their desires to meet reality of this business. This is the most challenging business model in the world, but it's worth it. It's worth it because you're building a volunteer army. You're building a volunteer army. You can't hire fire people. If you could hire fire people, this would be, it, would be, it would be beyond simple. But you can't. And you have to have people of vision. You know, most people, you know, it's like they don't understand that in the beginning, you do a lot of work you don't get paid for, but later on you get paid for a lot of work that you don't do. They don't understand the time money chart so that I've covered in all other podcasts and webinars. They don't get that. And you have to have people with vision. You have to have people that, that have think big and understand it's not about trying to convince people to buy, sell, or join. It's about finding the right people at the right time in their life. Two to three people, two to three of the right people a year in three years, you're set for life. And that's the game, and that's how you win it, and that's the process. So anyway, guys, I hope you have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. Um, I'm making some decisions on what I'm going to do, um, you know, November, December. I'm really a lot of this. You know, I'm asking myself a lot of important questions right now. Uh, and it's feedback and input from you guys, honestly, that keep me devoting the time, energy, and effort to this profession that I do. Uh, so I appreciate that. And I want you to know we're probably coming up on Thanksgiving at the time this will be released. Uh, how thankful that we are for you guys. Sincerely. Sincerely thankful. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MOMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? 
At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.